In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. Two Benton Harbor men are facing federal charges for the robbery of the Dunham Sports Store in Benton Township and the kidnapping of its manager last Thursday. U.S. Attorney Mark Taunton was in Benton Harbor on Tuesday. He says 33-year-old Darnell Bishop and 25-year-old Dontrell Nance are accused of trailing the store's manager and then approaching him outside his home around 10 o'clock on Thursday evening. Then then blindfolded, handcuffed, and placed him in the back of his own car. The defendants then drove the manager to an unknown area and threatened the manager with a gun to his head until the manager disclosed the passcode for the security system at the store and told them how to access it. Taunton said Bishop then went to the store and stole about 123 handguns carrying them out of the store in two Yeti coolers taken from the store as well. The suspects later released the store manager, who then called police in the early morning hours of Friday. James Deere, with the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives, said it's likely the suspects intended to sell the stolen guns. There's a whole litany of folks who can't buy these legally, so there is a black market out there. All of these guns, you can safely assume, in investigations like this, my experience, these were headed to the streets. Taunton said the suspects were caught as a result of a failed transaction on Cash App. One of them tried to steal money from the debit card of the store manager via the app while holding him in captivity. That led police to surveil the suspects and ultimately to the retrieval of 122 of the 123 guns stolen. Bishop and Nance have confessed to their roles in the robbery. They face more than 20 years in prison. Benton Harbor City Commissioners have declined to redo a water system capacity study that was conducted earlier this year. At their regular Monday meeting, commissioners heard from Fleiss and Vanderbrink Engineering's Elaine Venema, who said the Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes, and Energy has not approved the study that was submitted in March because it plans for the future of the water system without solving a projected $2.5 million annual shortfall. Eagle cannot approve that a water utility must be sustainable. And so Eagle wrote this letter back in late October, kind of identifying the city needs to close the gap, either by finding a way to treat it at a lower cost, finding additional sources of water revenue, or procuring drinking water from a source at a lower cost. Commissioners balked at redoing the study because part of it would require study of the costs of getting water from St. Joseph or Benton Township. Commissioner Sharon Henderson said that's a non-starter. None of us will stomach purchasing water from St. Joe, from Benton Township, any of that. I will not ever support that. Venema said it's estimated it would cost the city more to get water from elsewhere, but Eagle wants to see the results of the actual negotiations. Commissioners all said no way with Mayor Marcus Muhammad saying he's ready for a standoff with the state over the issue. Muhammad said the city's water system is losing money because it lost customers while under state management. Commissioners voted unanimously to table the matter. The city of St. Joseph's John and Dee Howard Ice Arena opens for its 27th season today. The city says open skate will be from noon to 6 p.m. The arena will be closed on Thanksgiving, but then back open on Friday with open skate from noon till 8 p.m. There will be hockey there on Saturday from 1 to 2.30 and then open skate from 3 to 9 and then more open skate on Sunday from 1 to 6. Open skate is $5 per person with skate rentals being $3. Licks, Sweet Treats and Eats concessions located inside the ice arena will be open throughout the weekend with hot cocoa, snacks, ice cream and more. Organizers say everyone is invited to come down and do some skating.
The Berrien County Sheriff's Appointment Committee is set to meet today to interview applicants who wish to serve out the remainder of Sheriff Paul Bailey's elected term. Sheriff Bailey announced his retirement earlier this year, effective at year's end. Five people submitted their application for consideration. Those applicants include four people from the Berrien County Sheriff's Department, including Under Sheriff Chuck Height. One individual is coming from Florida for the interview. All say they have met the minimum requirements of at least seven years' experience in law enforcement and leadership positions. The committee plans to spend just less than an hour with each applicant for an interview and then take public comment. It's expected that the Sheriff's Appointment Committee will then deliberate and appoint the interim sheriff at the conclusion of their meeting. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer was in Kalamazoo on Monday to sign what she calls common-sense gun legislation. It would ban those convicted of domestic violence from buying or owning a gun for eight years after their sentencing. Today, I'm signing three bipartisan bills to protect survivors of domestic violence, their families, and to make our communities safer. Others speaking at the bill signing say domestic violence survivors live in constant fear, and these laws will help protect those survivors. Tuesday was Adoption Day at the Berrien County Trial Court. Court Administrator Carrie Smetenka Haney tells us they hold the event each year to publicly complete and celebrate adoptions with friends and family on hand for the occasion. It's become a, a bit of a holiday tradition here at the trial court because we get to kind of highlight the importance of adoption and the needs of children in foster care throughout the state. So this year's theme is officially a family. Justice Brian Zara of the Michigan Supreme Court joined local Berrien County judges as seven adoptions were completed. Smetanka Haney says the county might have anywhere from 60 to 80 adoptions in a year, and there are more types of adoptions than people know. I think most frequently people think of adoptions from foster care, and that's probably the largest need here in the state. But there are also adoptions from Safe Delivery Act, newborns. So actually, we have one of those today. There's adult adoptions. There's guardianships to adoptions. Matanka Haney says adoption is special because it's the formal giving of a forever family to someone, something that the court believes everyone deserves. Adoption Day is always held in November because this is Adoption Month, highlighting the importance of adoption and the needs of children in foster care. More information from the city of Buchanan around some of their suspected financial issues and questions surrounding why the city manager was suddenly suspended. Buchanan Mayor Sean Dennison released a statement yesterday saying city manager Benjamin Eldridge was suspended so the city could investigate employee workplace complaints against him. Dennison is facing a possible recall for his suspension of the city manager earlier this month. In the new statement, the mayor says complaints from City Hall employees were shared with the city commission. The commission was asked to keep that confidential. However, the mayor says after one member of the commission reportedly shared complaints with the city manager, the decision was made to suspend the manager until the investigation would be complete. Dennison says no laws or contract rights have been violated, and the choice was between removing one person from the work environment or many City Hall staff members to the harm of city operations and citizens. He's now asked the City Commission to consider this matter as soon as possible after the holiday. A new downtown decorating contest is underway in Bridgman. Bridgman Corridor Improvement Authority Chair Hannah Anderson tells us they've launched the Frostina the Snowman Planter Contest with 12 downtown organizations. The groups are decorating the downtown planters with a snowman theme. Each planter, they can decorate it any way that they want, with anything they want, as long as there's a snowman incorporated in it. 
Anderson says some of the designs are already up and the rest will be up by Friday. Then the public can vote on their favorite. Each planter is going to have a sign with a QR code and people can either use the QR code that's on the sign or they can go directly to Bridgman's website and that'll direct them to the voting ballot. And we're also going to have paper ballots available in the vestibule of City Hall. The winner of the contest will be announced at the Bridgman Holiday Village Tree Lighting Ceremony, 6 p.m. on December 9. They will receive a trophy. Anderson says the contest is just another way to make the downtown more festive and fun for the winter. And economic news, retail sales fell last month in Michigan from September. October's sales landed at 43.1 on the 100-point retail index, a drop from September's 47.6. Andrea Bightley with the Michigan Retailers Association says the holidays could improve things. Michigan retailers are really hoping that people get back out into their local retailers. Christmas is coming, Hanukkah is coming, Kwanzaa is coming. Let's go pick up those presents as soon as we can. 44% of Michigan businesses noted an increase over September sales. 53% reported a sales decrease and 3% reported no change. Bightley expects holiday sales to increase 3 to 4 percent over last year. Travel is getting busy for the Thanksgiving weekend in Michigan. AAA of Michigan's Andrian Woodland says 178,000 people alone will fly. That's a record since AAA started keeping track back in 2000. In Michigan, we expect about 1.7 million Michigan residents are expected to travel over 50 miles or more away from home for the Thanksgiving holiday. And that's the third highest Thanksgiving forecast um, record since AAA began tracking these numbers back in 2000. You will have to share the roadway this weekend. One and a half million Michiganders are expected to travel by vehicle over the Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Woodland says the busiest travel days are Wednesday and Sunday. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.